Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, we are in a new month. You have had a gigantic, big trip. Yes. Biggest trip of my life. I think that's amazing. Do you want to tell all of our listeners a little bit about it? Yes. So I went to New Zealand. Oh, my gosh. To participate in a worldwide Dragon Boat Festival. So there were over 80 teams from Singapore, Malaysia, New Zealand, Australia, Vienna, all over the world. And so traveled all that way for about six minutes of racing. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely (laughs) love that. And if our listeners are wondering what's Dragon Boat, you might remember that we've had some friends of the boat on. We've talked about fundraisers for the team, the Indie Survivors. And we just in general love that making a connection between physical activity and your body and keeping it healthy. Um, you are definitely living proof of that. You're mashing those two together and um, to live uh, as healthy life as possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great group of women, um, breast cancer survivors. And I think it just goes to show, you know, you're not defined by what can happen to you. And there's mm-hmm. other people out there that, um, you know, are ready to have a different mindset about things. I love it. So. Today, we're going to talk um, in a similar vein, not your physical state, but your emotional state. But we'll get into that after we have our Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. So the Urban Dictionary Word is verbal handcuffs. Okay, what are those? So this is when someone won't stop talking, usually about a subject you have no interest in. The talker verbally forces you to stand there and listen, even though you have given many clues you've checked out, like taking stairs, looking at your watch, checking your phone, answering in short one-word phrases. Jill, I think I give you the verbal handcuffs all the time. I do a lot, a lot, a lot of talking. I honestly um, think that this word was developed by my Aunt Rosemary. Oh. <laughs> yes. So she was one, and God rest her soul, she was a great aunt. But when she wanted to talk, she would actually grab your hand, oh, and you could not you, get away. Yes. So she, I think, developed the verbal handcuff. I love that. I love it. Oh, my gosh, that's so great. Well, we're going to get right on into our emotionally nutritious word today. And we're going to, like I mentioned, we're going to move from the physical state to the emotional state because we're going to talk about handling strong emotions. Yeah, that's a little bit scary for me. Is it? It is. But but I know for you Uh and the type of person you are, you're like, yeah, I'll bring it on. I am. And I'm like, oh, please don't bring it on. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, What about it makes you, because I never want to have people upset. I like to have calm waters mm-hmm. and strong emotion. And, and I was just thinking about this. It doesn't have to be bad. Correct. It can be good. Absolutely. It can be happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be a strong emotion of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but my mind always goes to, well, did I make someone upset? Got it. So that's where I get a little bit shaky. Sure. Like I don't want the force, the wrath coming down on me. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think of with handling strong emotions, Mm -hmm. but that's not the way it has to be. Absolutely not. I think that you definitely love a more 
harmonious environment because you understand the negative toll that energy, the suck, the energy, um, that negativity of an emotional state that serves no purpose. And I think that if you can keep things more even keel and harmonious, you know, that is much better, not just for your emotional state, but also for your physical state. Yes, exactly. That's exactly where I tone in on it because I don't want to waste the energy. Right. But when we talk about emotionally nutritious, handling strong emotions, mm -hmm. though, it's necessary because it's a fact of life, you know, because people are more spirited than I am. For sure. And like I said, it's not always in a bad way. Right. You know, think about the the people that are the cheerleaders, mm -hmm. you know, the ones that they get, ex, you know, more excited about things, more mm -hmm. excited about um, life in a certain way. Um, so that's where I'm like twisting my mind, you know, where it's like, no, it can be a good thing. It absolutely can. And I, I also think about being emotionally intense versus having intense emotions. I can have an intense emotional state, but I am not necessarily emotionally intense. Um, and let me just explain a little bit about how that is different. So emotionally intense, everything is magnified. The good, the bad, the negative, the positive, everything is intensified or magnified, right? So the emotional state is always heightened and it doesn't make a difference if it is positive or negative, right? Emotions are very big. They're shown there. Um, and some emotions may have a physical reaction. So I am not always intensely emotional, but I do have intense emotions I would say with some regularity, right? Like I know, I think because I like to celebrate people and I think that I have found that there's so much more for me out of life in the positive emotions and giving energy to positive activities than dwelling on the negativity or getting wrapped into a negative environment. So I can be overjoyed and elated. I can be and, and actually want to like jump up and down and high five and whistle and shout and really express the emotions that I'm feeling. And that and that's in, for some people super intense. Right. But I'm not like that all the time. And so but there for being um, an emotion, if you are an emotionally intense person, Sometimes it's hard to not be in that state. Everything is intense. Whereas again, I have bouts of intensity around emotions that I have. Most of the time, my emotions are just that. They're, I, I have, I'm really able to identify what emotions I'm feeling more so than I'm mad or I'm happy, right? Like I, there are times where I talk about how I, I'm, angry and it's coming from being resentful, right? So I'm talking about the emotion and what feeling 
I'm having, you know, where, what feeling is sparking the emotion. Uh, and I don't know that everybody understands that there's also a difference between emotions and feelings. Yeah, that's a good point because you know how it is when there's people that are always on high gear with their emotions, they suck the life out of you. Yes. And that's what, when we chose this word, that's kind of what I thought of is handling strong emotions. But when I think about this word, I think about um, it in the work setting, mm -hmm. you know, because you are going to have different emotions that come along and you're going to have different people. Um, some are going to, you know, be able to regulate themselves and some are not. Um, so it's a matter of how do you respond when you have those people with the strong emotions? And that's where I wrote down, you know, you have to have boundaries mm -hmm. um, because the strong emotions, you also have to have regulation, boundaries, regulation. I wrote down breath. Mm -hmm. It's breathing because it can be so easy to get caught up in someone else's emotions. Right. And before you know it, you're wondering why, why am I all keyed up about this? Right. This doesn't even relate to me. Right. Um, at the same time, it can be a good thing though, mm -hmm. when you're having a good time and then you're, you're laughing, mm -hmm. you're carrying on, um, you know, so it can be, um, you know, a good thing too, when you, when you have these emotions come over you, um, with a group of your, of your girlfriends, let's say outside of work. Sure. Kind of thing. I think that there are people who are naturally gifted at, um, handling strong emotions. And I, so Jill, I think you actually are one of those people because you have a natural sense of diffusing. So because you like to have harmony, you don't react to someone's emotional state with a heightened emotional state. You actually react, and I say this very lovingly, dispassionately, right? And so you're not matching the intensity of the emotion. You're, you're figuring out what is it. And then you're wondering, okay, can we tamp it up or tamp it down? Um, and so I think, again, there are people that are so naturally gifted at dealing with and handling intense emotions. And some of them, like, they don't even realize it, but they're great contributors to group settings because they can really regulate that temperature of the room. So if emotions are getting high, someone who's naturally gifted here and especially being harmonious can, do we need to be high? Do we need to be maybe a little lower? Maybe we do. Maybe we're, maybe the emotional state is low and we need to ramp it up and we need to get it a little bit higher. We need to get it a little bit more positive. And I think that again, this, people that are naturally gifted at that regulation bring a lot great examples, um, bring the model for how to be in a group that can be intensely emotional as well. Yeah. I think um, when you, when you were just talking about the strong emotions and I was just thinking about society in general, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, it can take a lot to get people fired up these days mm -hmm. and to get passionate about something. 
Um, so we can be a society of, um, you know, just whatever, you know, I don't care about this. I don't care about complacent, that. complacent and not really getting involved. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of energizing mm -hmm. when you can be around someone with strong emotions because you're like, oh, wow, they have that passion for that. Right. Um, you know, so it's really just about like for me, it's thinking about strong emotions can be a positive. It is not yes. a negative, something to, to shy away from. I agree. You know, mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, the encounters that I've had with strong emotion in the past have not been favorable. Right. So I already have that in my mind that mm -hmm. it's not going to be favorable. So it's really um, kind of eye-opening to think about it in a more favorable light. Um, that it can be a good thing. It can it can show passion. It can show zest. It can yes. show life. It can be contagious. It absolutely can because emotions are sensations that you have in your body and feelings are just then the thoughts, right, that you have that surround that sensation. And I think about if we can really tap into what am I what is that sensation? Where is it coming from? Can I identify it? A lot of times it's coming from a positive place, right? It's an inner burning, which is good, right? And and then if we can articulate, this is these are the thoughts and the feelings that I'm having about this emotional state. To me, it's as important as your physical state. Your emotional state is as important as your physical state. And you better believe if you're feeling good, you want the world to know. If you're feeling crummy, you either want some company for your misery or you want someone to help take care of you, right? Like you you identify it and you take care of it. So I think if we would do that with our emotional state, if we would really talk about what are these sensations that I'm having, what what is it? And then can we put into action what the feelings around those sensations. I, th I think we would be a more understanding society. And I think to your point, we could really turn a lot more into positive because that understanding is going to give us a lot of room to get to a better under uh, a better level of acceptance for what people are feeling. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I would say, you know, you know, for people, you know, maybe stop and observe when you're around strong emotion, you know, just kind of step back and take it in mm -hmm. and find out, like you said, can we use this for the good right. going forward? Absolutely. Until everyone has hope, here's your weekly dose. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.